That is an awkward shape. That is. <laughs> this one goes in the round hole. <laughs> awkward shape for the awkward intro. Uh. Well, speaking of awkward, the Golden Globes were this week. I indeed. <laughs> I did not watch them live. I just watched. I listened to or some speeches, and I saw your live reporting to us. I heard the the host was a bit awkward. Oh, he was wonderful. Gerard Carmichael is such a good comedian. Oh, good. Uh, he was. He was. I mean, if you haven't seen Gerard Carmichael and you, you don't understand his his bit, then you're gonna think he's awkward. Yeah, I saw some Twitter chat. It's like, oh, he's one and done. But I guess people just don't get it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't care if he's one and done. He his whole opening monologue was about how he was only the host because he's black. Mm. And I thought it was wonderful. He's great. Awesome. Hmm. Um, but the brilliant Gerard Carmichael aside, uh, we got some winners. Winners. So we're going we're gonna to run those so. down real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope or so. Or in well. fucking ceremony if uh, nobody won anything. Right. They're just Ooh. like, y'all sucked. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was just looking at the Wikipedia page and some genius, and I, I'm not using that ironically, some genius put. Best motion picture and moved animated and non-English language films up into the best picture categories instead of having instead of having them buried down on the bottom. Nice. Respect it. Yeah, I love that. So whoever did that, if you're listening to this, which you're probably not, hey, good job. Everybody do this. Yeah. Do it. All right. So let's uh let's run down some winners. Uh our best motion picture categories. The Fablemans wins drama, which I'm very excited about. I yeah. have not seen any of them. Awesome. Great movie. I'm contemplating going to go see Avatar tomorrow, but I'm also mm-hmm. trying to watch 2023 movies, but the only thing out is Plane. Oh, yeah. So, oh, well, you could. Yeah. What you saying? You're getting House Party? Or is that next week? I can't He's not getting House no, Party. I'm, I'm in Iowa, dude. No, that's right. Jonathan's in one of the whitest states in the country. They're Despite not the watching House Party. Sh- all three fucking Indian movies coming out on the same day are coming here. So right. just all the sense. <laughs> um, watch Fableman's. It's, it's excellent. Uh, Avatar. It's a movie. Uh, our best musical or comedy goes to the Banshees of Anna Sheeran. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still don't understand why that's not up for drama. It makes no sense. I mean, like I, it, it has some jokes. It is a, it is a very dark comedy, but yeah. it, I don't know. It, 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 <laughs> could we, could we contemplate the idea that they did not want to put that movie up against Fableman's? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think they struggle with the comedy musical category in general. It's kind of a weird one to even have, yeah. but yeah, uh, I mean, I did laugh a lot in that movie. Like <laughs> everything else in this category, Bab- Babylon's kind of, the stretchiest, but everything else in this category is, is I think very fittingly in this category. Yeah. Uh, Banshee's Banshee's walk really straddles the line in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio wins animated film. Yeah. Watch that on Netflix. It's excellent. Uh, need to watch that. Argentina 1985 from Argentina wins non English language film. And that's on Amazon prime. So that is available to watch. Uh, Austin Butler wins best actor in drama for Elvis. Sure. Uh, the only one, I, the only other one I've seen in the category is the whale. Uh, the movie being terrible, I think kind of hurt Brendan Fraser's chances there, but he, sure. I think he should have won, huh? uh, out of the two, uh, Kate Blanchett wins for tar. Arr. Unsurprising. Uh, yeah. A very unsurprising and fine. Uh, she is an amazing performance so uh actor musical or comedy goes to colin farrell for banshees of inishirin very excited about that yeah i <laughs> say say whatever you got to say <laughs> what you say i don't like that that movie made me like colin farrell finally wow i've he was colin. so fucking good in that movie <laughs> he's he just fucking good in everything <sighs> okay not everything there's a lot yeah. of stuff in the early 2000s yeah. he's not it, great in. it's the whole ben affleck thing Mm-hmm. But he's got, no, he's got a it, lot of. It, it, you just don't think he's that great. 
until I see this movie. Now I have to go back and watch everything Colin Farrell. But makes, I'm going to go watch Daredevil next. Just to now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. But speaking of great, uh, Michelle Yeoh wins actress for Woo-hoo. musical or comedy for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yee. Yes. Let's yes. continue this. Just, yes. And continuing the Everything Everywhere All at Once train, Kikui Kwan wins Best Supporting Actor. There's no uh, category, extra category there. It's just pref- overall. Yeah. Good. Supporting. Uh, okay. For Everything Everywhere All at Once, he's amazing yeah. in that film. Absolutely. I, oh, man. Yeah. I Of the three that I like, I would have been happy with any of them. But I haven't seen Babylon, so I can't say nothing about Brad Pitt. I, and I'll say, I'll say Gleason is like if I were gonna. Brad Pitt's really good in Babylon, but sure. it's not like he's hurting for awards, and I don't think he's the best one in this category. Brad Pitt. Uh, Gleason, if if I were to have a runner-up, is my closest runner-up, mostly because Keon's amazing in that movie. Keon, I think, would have been my runner-up. He's he's, he's he's my favorite performance in that movie, but. I really think he's grabbing one here soon. Like mm. he's, he's th- that breakthrough performance away from grabbing that for himself. That was oh, so close. I, I just, I fucking loved him. And I, I, I want to go watch that movie again, even though I don't want to be depressed for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I want to watch it too. Um, speaking of depressing, uh, supporting actress goes to Angela Bassett for black Panther Wakanda forever. Very it's, well deserved. Yeah, but say it's not wrong, but Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is great in that movie. But I, just I, give I, it I to the one, queen. I, no, I'm 100 Angela Bassett needed to win. It just yeah. sucks that Jamie Lee Curtis didn't. Yeah, it. Carrie Condon's really good in Banshees too. Mm. All yeah. right. Uh, best director goes to Steven Spielberg for The Fablements. So. When are um, they just going to rename all the directing awards for Steven Spielberg? Which they should. Yeah, why don't they just have like a separate category that's like best Spielberg? Yeah, <laughs> they just give it. It's, it's like, it's not, it's not fair, sir. We just got to give everyone else a chance. Just come on. We know. They give it to Spielberg every year that he directs a movie until that yeah. one year that somebody makes the perfect Spielberg movie that wasn't directed <laughs> by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> uh, best screenplay goes to Martin McDonough for Banshees of Inisherin. Mm-hmm. Are you rowing? I think I give that one to everything, everything, everywhere. I, I do too. I, I do love the script. Yeah, <laughs> like that script. Yeah, it, like there, I feel like the script is the biggest part of that movie for me because yeah. it's the one thing I can tell everybody. Listen, this movie's fucking weird and it's amazing. And right, all right. Um, uh, our best original score goes to Justin Hurwitz for Babylon. I, I think I give it to Burwell for Banshees, but that's me, I guess. Sure. And I haven't I haven't seen women talking, so I haven't heard Hildors for that. No. And then best original song goes to the only choice in the category, Natu Natu from RRR. Still yes. need to watch that. Yes. You could you could just go to YouTube and watch that whole scene out of context. It's gonna be really weird to watch because <laughs> any scene in out of context in that movie is really weird. <laughs> Uh, down anyway so down that's down to fall in love that no. is our golden globes golden globes uh winners uh but that's not all we're talking about right now uh we also have we also have nominations for the screen actors guild awards Woo! and those are these are going to be real quick so we're gonna we're gonna get through them uh since we shared a lot of our thoughts on actors already uh outstanding performance by a male actor in a leading category we're looking at austin butler and elvis colin farrell and banshees brendan fraser in the whale bill nighy for living and adam sandler for hustle surprise a, a surprise dark horse nomination hmm. some uh some what's the word respect for uh uncut gem snubbing Possibly, I don't remember if he was snubbed for the SAG. I'd have to probably not. But overall, I think I think the Oscars are the only ones that got it wrong with him. Yeah, yeah. I, I could be wrong. Well, I'll, I'll I'll look into that in a little bit, and I'll I'll get back to us. Thank sure. you. 
All right. Uh, outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role. Kate Blanchett for Tar. Viola Davis for The Woman King. Anna de Armas for Blonde. Daniel Deadweiler for Till. And Michelle Yeoh for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Michelle Yeoh. Yeoh. I I think this is going to be a real shame if this is the Oscar category and Kate Blanchett wins it. Yeah. I yeah. want I want Kate Blanchett to get everything she deserves for that movie, but only one non-white woman has won best actress ever and here we have two black women, an Asian woman and a Latin woman and we're going to give it to Kate Blanchett. Damn it, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> like the only I have I haven't seen Blonde, but I love Anna de Armas, and I if it gets nominated for an Oscar, I'm going to watch Till, but I just I don't have the mental capacity to watch Till yeah. and be like Jonathan said with Banshees, I will be depressed for the rest of the day. Like yeah. it it's going to take everything out of me. Yeah. Right. And I'll have to watch it early in the day because I don't want to watch that right before bed. Right. Yeah, right? Like it's like, do you want to fuck up your whole day or you just not want to sleep? You just want to cry yourself to sleep. Cape Blanchett's probably going to win that and it's going to be the saddest. Mm. All right. Uh, outstanding performance by a male actor in supporting role. Paul Dano in The Fablemans. Bernie Gleason in Banshees. Barry Keown for Banshees. Kihui Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Eddie Redmayne for The Good Nurse. He is picking up a lot more than I've been expecting, so I guess I'm going to have to watch the Good Nurse. And I don't want to watch The Good Nurse. <laughs> I don't want to watch The Good Nurse either. That does watch The Good Doctor hard. instead. Yeah, I do Highmore. like The Good Doctor. <laughs> I love Freddie Highmore. <laughs> uh, our outstanding performance by a female actor in a supporting role, Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Hong Chow for The Whale, Carrie Condon for Banshees, Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Sue for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Bassett. 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 Yeah. Please just keep giving everything to her. Bassett is an awards hound. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. So this is essentially their version of best picture. It's outstanding performance by a cast in a motion picture. We have Babylon, Banshees of Inishirin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, and Women Talking. I really hope we get women talking around here soon because I need to see this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this one as the award is named. Mm-hmm. I give it to Banshees over everything. I just go by cast. I give it to Banshee. Just barely. It's a really know. good I... cast, but the everything everywhere seems like it's if they get behind the momentum and the phenomenon of the cast. I mm. I, I really want to. I'm thinking uh, everything. Like I, and I wouldn't be mad. I'd be happy. But I just feel like Banshee's acting I, wise. No, Do it for like, the donkey. Uh, Michelle Yeoh's my favorite performance of the year. Kihoi Kwan is amazing. Stephanie Sue it, is the, the movie made me like Colin Farrell. God damn it! I I understand. Too I white. Understand. I just <laughs> I just love everything so much. And I do. Too. I love this cast and Jenny Slate's listed here in the uh, the nominations so i gotta go with jenny slate mm. fair enough she's wonderful she's a talking shell with shoes on <laughs> she is beautiful i love her so much all right you're not wrong i even watched that rom-com that she was in with charlie day <laughs> don't know what that is your eyes look sad but it's it's a cute movie i just oh, okay i'm just i love her okay fair enough all right but i hear the cast of women talking is amazing sure uh, outstanding performance by a stunt ensemble in a motion picture, an Academy Award category that needs to exist. Avatar, The Way of Wooder, uh, Word A of Batman, Water. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Top Gun, Maverick, and The Woman King. How is everything everywhere all at once not in this no category? No fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can kick out the Batman and put everything everywhere all at once yeah. in its place. Mm-hmm. Let's fuck A Batman. Yeah. I think the, um, I don't know, from from my recollection, again, I need to watch it again, but everything everywhere all at once doesn't seem like it has any, uh, well, other than the tax building scene. There's not a lot of <laughs> prolonged, everything is such quick cuts, so you don't really get to see a lot of the stunt work. I don't know. You're going to watch a guy dive ass first onto a trophy <laughs> butt plug. Like, That's true. 
Yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> Re- redact my comment. <laughs> that man deserves an award. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, possibly to use as a butt plug. Who knows? There you yep. go. Yep. Uh, that's that is our film nominees for the SAG Awards. All right, great. Um, and we'll we'll keep updated on those when the award show happens, which will be February twenty sixth. Nice. So, well, stay tuned. It'll be on you Netflix's YouTube channel. Yes, Netflix's nice. YouTube channel because uh, TBS and TNT do not want to carry it anymore. Bastards, S- suck a sag. Yeah, saggy bastards. You guys want to talk about a movie? Let's talk about a movie. Hello, all you beautiful people out there in podcast land. My name is Paul Workman. I'm Jonathan Pierce. I'm Zach McCoy. And we are your Oscar Crouches. Welcome back to the Oscar Worsley Podcast, show where we discuss Oscar winners throughout history and try to determine where the Academy went wrong, if they went wrong, and what are we watching this week, Zach? This week, we're watching Pixar's Up, a movie about the creeping hand of time, the brutal nature of mortality, and how love is the greatest adventure of all. Love. Love is the greatest adventure of all. This is everybody's first time seeing Up. Nope. <laughs> no. No for me. Does anybody remember the first time they saw Up? Uh, I saw it in theaters. As did I. As did I. What a what an exciting time we live in. And I remember uh, <laughs> I saw it with a friend that I worked with and Caitlin. And the friend had just gone through a breakup. And um, they'd watched Wally recently at home okay and then they come to see up and he said at least it's better than wally but i think that was just the breakup speaking because must have because <laughs> wally's a masterpiece yeah all right let's uh do an oscar breakdown Break it down. up wins best animated feature giving pete doctor an academy award doctor doctor there is a notation next to pete doctor's name let's go see what that is he's in bed Doctor, Doctor, Aiken head. Okay, where's the notations on here? Yeah, I'm looking for. Winners it. are listed, highlighted. Oh, never mind. It's, it's by everybody's name. Okay. Oh, okay. It's by every every winner's name. Okay. So, Pete Doctor wins for Up Above. Henry Selick for Coraline. Wes Anderson for Fantastic Mr. Fox. Ron Clements and John Musker for The Princess and the Frog. And Tom Moore for The Secret of Kells. Uh, up. Also, only the second animated feature after Beauty and the Beast to be nominated for Best Picture. Wow. Which, of course, it loses to The Hurt Locker, which you can listen to on our episode about The Hurt Locker. The Hurt Locker. And this is that year when we're not, oh, let's have 10 nominees. Yep. This is the year where they were like, hey, The Dark Knight, a film that will continue to be the benchmark for Batman movies for decades to come and nothing will touch it except Lego Batman comes pretty close. Uh, should have been nominated for Best Picture, and we probably could have done that if we had 10 nominees. Let's do 10. So, uh, things like Avatar and District 9 also sneak into the category. Yeah. Uh, everything else seems pretty standard Oscar fare. Uh, also, up, it's nominated for anything else. Uh, best original screenplay, Bob Peterson and Pete Doctor, with a story by Pete Doctor, Bob Peterson, and Tom McCarthy. Was it not nominated for score? I, it was. I was going to say I, I have. I'm, I'm scrolling right now. Okay, I, thank you. I did not do my pre-search because my computer has been funny all week. So that is uh, okay. We got time. It got nominated for score. It won score, giving Michael Giacchino his first Academy Award. Yes. Curious if he will be nominated this year for a Batman. Because uh, that is a pretty good score. Yeah. Uh, best sound. It gets nominated for best sound 
editing, giving Michael Silvers and Tom Myers Academy Award nominations, also losing to The Hurt Locker. And I believe that is it. Okay. Let me double check real quick. But that looks like it's it. Picture, screenplay, sound editing. Original and it wins animated feature and original score. Okay, yep. Got them all covered. Uh, anything you think it should have been nominated for? Anything you th- that uh, that it did? Uh, uh, yeah. I'm going I'm to let Zach go. I was just going to say, I think it got the nominations it deserved. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I'll speak to that yeah. later. But score for sure. I'm very glad. Jonathan? Yep. I'm going to transition us into talking about this movie. Yes, let's talk about this movie. The nomination that this movie should have gotten was Best Animated Short Film. <laughs> I yes. took a look at the exact time and 24 minutes at the exact 24 minute to the second point of this movie when he was up in the clouds. The house should have then at that point landed at the falls and this would have been an absolutely amazing silent short from Pixar. You are pretty spot on, man. I don't disagree, but he would be in the category against former winner, former winner. I don't, I don't know if that's the previous winner. <laughs> previous winner. Probably the word I should have said. Yeah. It's still one. He didn't unwin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> park for a matter of loaf and death. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just want to bring that up. No, no, absolutely. Um, I just, there is about an hour of this movie that does not need to be. That is boring as fuck and kind of annoying. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. There. (laughs) (laughs) How do you go from such, like, it's such an amazing beginning to this movie. Like, it's so good. It's incredible. And, and to do it, to do it with so little dialogue. Again, I mean, you know, last week we get Wally, and Wally's got so much, so yeah. much of a silent film aspect up yeah. front, and it really feels like they knew that they had something with that, so they they recreate it with this, and yeah. it's it's beautiful. It's beautifully yeah. told. Yeah, I I know. Um, again, when I watch a f- film, if I'm able to, I project a lot of my own personal experience with film so i've got you know as you should feisty redhead scrapbooking wife so i and i was you know kind of a quiet meek youth wore glasses brownish hair i so again i'm projecting myself on this image and that that married life sequence every time every time even if i just hear the music i start to tear up i'm i'm it gets me and i i'm one of those people and um i think that that's one of cinema's great scenes, that married life sequence. Because you, you, in a, again, in a children's film, you're talking about mortality, infertility, financial trouble. I mean, all of this encapsulated in a four and a half minute scene, told wonderfully with lighting and color great, and great match cuts. Like everything works. But and, then, yeah, then it's all thrown the fuck away. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. for and, for no fucking reason whatsoever. And yeah, and then we're thrust into a completely different movie. Yeah. <laughs> and and there's things I love about the rest of this movie, but I don't think anything I don't think anything matches. And no. Yeah. And it nothing about it is interesting to me. And I truly feel the academy gave or even nominated this movie only for the beginning and i think most people like when i say i'm not a big fan of up the only thing that they say to me is oh but the beginning yeah yeah, that beginning yeah. what yeah. about the rest of the movie <laughs> don't get me wrong i love doug doug is one of cinema's greatest creations <laughs> and as soon as we finished watching the movies we went and watched the doug doug days shorts nice on disney plus because they're all wonderful, but sure. they're all five minutes long. You get exactly what you need from them. Yeah. And then they don't make you take this weird journey and throw in a villain for no reason. It's yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. If, I think, I think even if the short film concept is, is spot on, because I feel like for me, 
there's two different movies and I'll give the ratings of those two different m- movies later, but anything with Russell, it's unfortunate that I think he's just a really badly written character. Um, poor kid and, that had to perform it. And, and he's got some interesting things going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like the absent it's, father it's, thing and the, the, yeah, it's not like the character's empty. He's just boring. Yeah. Yep. And I want him to be interesting and I want to love him, but yeah. he's not. Yeah. And the whole Charles Muntz thing is just why, like you said, why we don't it's, need that. It adds nothing. It's so crammed in there. And then yep. you have to think about the fact that like, uh, that Ed Asner, Carl is like an octogenarian and, uh, the Explorer was a grown ass man when he was a child. <laughs> right. Know? So you're like, this dude's like at least a hundred, like something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Minimum. Living off the blood of his victims or something, I yeah. guess. I don't know. The again, the first part of the movie is like so grounded in realism. I mean, the the whole idea of um the house flying away is is fantastical, but it's still like they try to give practical reasoning behind how it happens. And the physical house is breaking away from the ground and he's got all these different tanks. Yeah. And then you get to this place where like, Oh look, these dogs have, are, are able to communicate and fly airplanes. Fly and airplanes. <laughs> like, what, what is going on? That took me out of it when I was in the theater, to be honest. Yeah. I was like, what is, and, and that could be also, a different movie. It could be fun, but not. Yeah, that that all sounds like stuff I want to love and enjoy, <laughs> and I should love and enjoy. But packaged the fact that we have such a such a whiplash effect from going from the opening of this film to the rest of this film is yeah exhausting. It and they don't match. They're they the two films do not mesh. No, There's, and unfortunately for me, that ruins the beginning for me. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I sit through this, I sit through this beginning and as soon as I start getting emotionally invested in it, I start thinking about the rest of the movie and this, the, the, I don't think the beginning's as effective as it was when I first saw it. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. It, they, they do suck me back in a little bit enough to make me still like the movie with the, the stuff I'm going to do scene where he sits down, he's looking at the scrapbook and sees all this stuff that she, mm-hmm had done that he didn't realize and I did, I start crying again and I'm like, Oh, remember the beginning of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I have the opposite effect where I get to that scene and they start trying to bring me back into it. I'm like, no, you squandered that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's gone. too late. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know what you've done. <laughs> sometimes I'll admit, sometimes I just watch a couple of the scenes on YouTube from this movie rather than sitting down watching the whole thing. That's fair. Like, and you you should you should watch the parts that are actually great. <laughs> and, and again, this twenty. I minutes, do like the very ending where they're sitting on the curb eating ice cream. And that's yeah, no, sweet. and that's sweet. And, and, but it's like we took such a bad road to get here that yep. I I don't feel emotionally invested in it's it. It's only an though. hour and a half too. <laughs> like it yeah. feels so lo- much longer than it is. But it yeah. could literally be a thirty-minute short. It could be. It could have been like, wonderful. Like I said, 24 minutes. The only, like, a, a couple of edits in there. Like, you cut Russell out completely. You, again, I think it's a perfect silent short, especially with the score that it had. I think you still keep, like, the construction issue that was going on there. <laughs> you still keep the bashing the fucking dude's head in with the cane. Mm-hmm. And you just yeah. have him float <laughs> away and then land on. Like, I think you maybe even keep the storm. You add a little bit of uh, a little, a little bit of drama. Rising maybe action. he's not going to yeah. make it. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe he's going to get out of. He's going to get pulled out of the sky before he want he gets where he wants to be. Exactly. And then you just have him just, and then it cuts from the storm to him coming out of the house at the falls. Oh, I would like that a lot. I think that's still kind of almost maybe too sad though. I'd have to have the scrapbook scene, like him landing and and looking at that somehow and realizing that because otherwise it's just so sad because he did everything without her and you don't have that closure of she was okay. No, no, because what you do is during the storm, he looks at the picture before he passes out. Okay. Or, or he's, he's having a hard time and he, (laughs) hold on. No, I got this. He's having a hard time, you know, controlling and whatnot. And he's just thinking of giving up and, Oh, maybe I'm not going to make it. And he sees the picture and he's like, fuck, I do this for her. And then he gets it. He gets it. Yeah. 
And then Russell like, crashes through the window. God damn it. <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> ah! Cut. And then, and then randomly Doug just shows up and, hey, there's a dog here at the falls. And then the movie ends. And, then we See, and there you Doug. go. And you have Doug. <laughs> and he's got somebody to accompany him. Life is good. Perfect short. Yay. We fixed the up problem. We fixed up. Fixer upper. <laughs> um, so let's talk about our cast for a minute. Um, there's no fucking point. It's filled with classic people that have been awesome since, you know, 19 diggity two. Mm. Like, yeah, Ed, As- Ed Asner is great. Christopher yeah. Plummer. Unnecessary, Christopher but great. <laughs> uh, like, wasted I mean, and you greatness. Can still, and you can still have Christopher Plummer in there as as the uh, months because yeah. he's in the beginning of the move. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He, just yeah. yeah, yeah. Delroy Lindo's in here. God, damn oh yeah, Delroy Lindo so much. <laughs> yeah, and we gotta we gotta do that thing that we do every week. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. So uh, our thoughts on uh, what what did we call it? Ratzenberger. Ratzenberger. The John Ratzenberger. So uh, how do we feel about John Ratzenberger in this movie? It's okay. I think it's fine. He was used in a, an appropriate small amount, and uh, I don't. Uh, uh, a B, maybe. I don't like the character they gave him. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he should be in a random construction worker. I, I think. think you have okay. him be one of the dogs. I think you have him be one of the dogs. Good call. Or or even the um, the troop master at the end who's doing the pinning. Yeah. Ceremony. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'll, I'll, I don't know. I feel like it. you go super goofy with him and you give him uh, the, the lead dog with the voice changer. Oh, Alpha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that's the kind of fun you can have with it. So yeah, but yeah. Now they just give him a random construction worker who's random. you know working for the bad guy, but he's still a good guy. Mm. He's he's just got a boss that's that's got to make the money. Mm-hmm. I also want to say one thing before I move on from anything else about something that this movie really pissed me off about. Okay, Ed Asner died. Yeah, <laughs> and all these people were like, "Oh, I guess Carl's gone back to Ellie." What? What? <laughs> she didn't even have an adult voice. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be I didn't say that to anybody in their face. I just let sure. them say that and I rolled my eyes, but it's it's been long enough well, now. Well, now I, it's in all your faces. Yes. Yeah, so I got to get that <laughs> off my chest. I hated that. I I heard that from too many people and I was like, that man has done so much in his life and you're going to reduce him to one of his worst movies. <laughs> Now, I, I, you know, I agree with the sentiment that you're saying there. I, I think it's a great performance, great role by him. But just like to, he said, to project this imaginary thing when he had his own life, and I, I can't remember he had a wife too, didn't he? <laughs> it's like, uh, I think, but it's like people do that weird thing where they project. He, he didn't have a wife when he died. He got divorced in 2015. Okay, but but he had four children. For yeah. real children. No, they're they're not real. They were dogs. <laughs> no, because his wife couldn't have children because she was a cartoon. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, okay. I, I needed to get that one off my chest. That, no, uh, that, fair that, enough. I've been holding on to it for too long. Mm-hmm. All right, gents. Well, anybody got any more notes on up? Um, it's. Yeah. <laughs> I just I like uh, a, I like a blimp in a movie. Yeah, I love a blimp. I, I don't I, like I think, blimps. I just like him in a. I I like him in a movie. I I think that's sure. that comes from like watching The Rocketeer and mm. uh, Indiana Jones and Last Crusade all the time when I was right. a kid. So that's I, fair. That's very of, fair. One of my great dreams in life is to own an airship, and then um, you know I I owe that to Final Fantasy and stuff. But no, that's fair. Airship, but not like a blimp. Yeah, not a blimp. Blimp. Unless it's a blimp actually shaped Steampunk like a manatee, kinda. or like a manatee. Oh yes. Yeah. The huge man. Oh, the huge oh, man. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that's what I want. follow. Yeah, follow. No, I um, you know, I've been a defender of Up for a long time, but watching it again this week, I the cracks started to show more. You know, with more of a critical yeah. eye, and I'm realizing just what scenes I focus on and which ones I kind of tune out. Yeah, I Jonathan yeah. during this movie a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I I blanked out a whole bunch. I'm I've not gonna this. lie. I I actually uh, I came on. Uh, a little late because I just finished watching the movie. I thought about just not fucking watching it. I, I watched it like a year or so ago and I felt like I didn't need to watch it. But the yeah, kids, exactly. The kids really wanted to watch it. And I was like, all right, let's watch it. Yeah. I, I also didn't want to watch any more Coco Melon. So I figured I'd... <laughs> <laughs> it is an upgrade from Coco Melon. 
Just that's uh, low bar. Low bar. Kid is so obsessed with JJ. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. All right. Well, you guys ready to talk about some worsty judgments? All right. So, Zach. Yeah. Does this movie deserve best animated feature? Hmm. <sighs> so, I've seen all these movies, which is nice. Five. We're up to five now, Paul. Yeah. Party. Um, so, I... Uh, mm. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to put Princess the Frog at number five, even though I really like the movie. I think they spend too much of the movie as frogs. That's... Uh, you know, that is for, that is fair. But I, I still, all of these movies, I'll just spoil it and say they're all great. They're all great movies. Um, so I have Prince of the Frog number five. Secret of the Kells, I also really like. Not the Kells, Kells. It's, oh, the, oh, yes. Okay. It's uh, not a Batman. There's no definitive article. Oh, uh, okay. Let me scratch, 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 scratch. Secret of Kells. Well, the oh, secret yeah. is definitive, isn't it? The secret is, but yeah. Kells is not. Is it the secret of Kells or secret the of secret Kells? Of the Kells. secret of oh, okay. Kells. There we go. Always move the, the in the wrong place. I literally put secret of the instead of the secret <laughs> of. Anyway. It feels like it should be of the. It's a good movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I really liked it. And then I have up. Where do I have up? I don't say yet. I've got Coraline next. Great film. And then Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is the best of the lot. Should have won. Should have been nominated for Best Picture instead of Up. Um, so with these other nominees in here, I, I have a hard time saying, yes, the Up deserved it, especially with as many movies as Pixar has won with. It definitely should have gone to a different film, preferably Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, but I still, despite everything, I still really like Up, and I have it at my number three of these five. So, yeah. But no, it did not deserve it. All right. Um... I'm going to start off with no. This movie did not deserve Best Animated Feature. I saw Fantastic Mr. Fox for the first time. <gasps> okay. I watched a Wes Anderson movie to completion. <laughs> I, it was fine. <laughs> listen, I liked the movie okay. when it wasn't being so Wes Anderson-y. Okay. There was so some, you didn't like the movie? No, it, listen, okay. <laughs> Is it just the neurotic dialogue that gets you? No, because here's the thing: I love the dialogue of Wes Anderson movies. I do. I don't like. I don't like he how Wes Anderson frames shots. <gasps> okay, you don't like the okay. symmetry. <sighs> I don't know. I, I like I, a messy frame is what I'm. I like a messy frame. Yeah. Give me a messy frame. Um, <laughs> Paul, you, you, you have a friend who I feel may be a kindred spirit. I don't want to put their name out there, but they have a name that is the same as an aunt of mine. So they posted something about how uh, Wes Anderson is to them as Boz Lerman is to you. Right. <laughs> and right. continued down that path. I just enjoyed every comment they made and agreed with every one of them. Uh, so listen, if you don't like the framing, you're never going to like them. So that, and we, which is fine. Yeah, I'm like, this is not one of those situations where it's just like, I don't understand why people like this person. I, I, I don't, but I, I get why. Uh, I don't know. Listen, all right. <laughs> just, I, I enjoyed the movie. I liked it. Okay. I, li- I just, I liked the movie. That being said, um, it was better than up. I'll definitely give it that. Hmm. Uh, none of them are Neil Gaiman movies, though. So, I mean, right uh, outside of Coraline. Coraline is fucking perfect. Um, unfortunately, I thought I had the availability to watch The Secret of Kells, especially seeing how that whole troll trilogy was kind of why I was excited for the best animated feature. I, uh, I'd, I'd go back and watch it. So I'm week. going to. Yeah. Because unfortunately, we're back to three nominees this next week. Yeah. What? So, so I might bring it up next week, hopefully. Bring it up. But uh, with that said, Coraline's my top. Up is probably my bottom. Uh, <laughs> up your bottom, huh? Up God, your bottom. God damn it. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Uh, what was the other ones here? Uh, uh, Princess, Princess Frog. and Frog's the only yeah. one you didn't touch. Yeah. And actually, I still haven't seen that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was one I was again. This week kind of got ahead of me that was not expecting. So, 
Uh, yeah, but it yeah, happens. but I still, but I wanted to make sure that I watched the Fantastic Mr. Fox. That one was, I felt like the most important for me to watch for you guys. Thank you. So now I'm officially going to say, I love you. I'm not going to watch any more Wes Anderson movies for you guys. I mean, you okay. didn't have to watch unless, this it, one for unless, unless, no, I, I wanted to do what it for you guys. I Isle of Dogs. You're going to, you're going to oh, like fuck. Isle of Dogs. You're going to like Isle of Dogs way less. Don't, don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> really? You're okay. going to like it way less. I promise. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So that's me, Paul. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to do a Jonathan. I'm going to, I'm going to go right up front. No, this did not deserve best picture. It is the worst of the bunch by a long shot. It, not even close. Uh, that being said, I'm going to do this. I get to do the rankings. Hooray. Uh, my number four is Secret of Kells. I love this film. I loved it a lot more when I first saw it, but I've seen uh, Wolfwalkers, and I don't want to go too much into that, but right, Tom Tom Moore has good things coming. So, uh, Jonathan, get, get on Secret of Kells. It's excellent. It is yeah. excellent. I think I gave that one four and a half stars. The rest of these are five-star movies. Princess of Frog. Wonderful. I love that movie so much. It's the criticisms against that movie are valid, and I will not discount anybody who has criticisms against that movie for the reasons they have them, because they are correct. The film is a masterpiece. I love it so much. I think it is better than any of the princess stuff that comes after it. So you can keep your Tangled, you can keep your Frozen's one and or two. I'm keeping Princess and the Frog. There you, go. Uh, you can definitely keep Racket Round. It breaks the internet. The first one's great. First one. Uh, we'll get into that. Okay. And that that is nothing. Uh, I'm not making any judgment calls on those films right now. I'm just saying Princess and Frog's my favorite of those. All right. My number two is the film that Henry Selleck left to go make my number one movie. Fantastic Mr. Fox is incredible. It is one of the most beautiful films ever made. Coraline is that much better. It is. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 Oh, my God. That movie is amazing. And when I when I tell you that it's this close between the two, it is this close between the two. But the <laughs> reason that Henry Selleck left Fantastic Mr. Fox is he was going to do that movie with Wes Anderson. I would. Yeah, it would have. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is Henry Selleck and Wes Anderson are two very type A personalities. And that probably wouldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so we got two amazing films because Henry Selleck made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Coraline rules. It should have won this Academy Award. It's the best. Uh, but that being said, any of these other films should have won it over up. Any single one of them. Yep. And up can die in a tire fire. Ooh. And I think this is a pretty good movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't do the, what, what year are we in again? 2009? Yeah. I, I didn't bother to look what, you, you know, I looked a little bit. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like we got the best of the bunch in here. Including I mean, cloudy up. with a chance of meatballs. I oh, probably would have put cloudy above with up. a chance of meatballs should have yeah. absolutely kicked up out of here. That movie is amazing. It's nine. Movie. I'll take nine over that. Yeah, uh, I completely uh, forgot everything about Nine, but I saw Nine in theaters. I I, I really like Nine. No, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs absolutely should have. Uh, Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs could have kicked out up. It's much better because the Ice Age series rules. Uh, I feel like there was something else and I'm just missing it. It's not Monsters versus Aliens. No, it definitely is not Monsters versus Aliens. Dora's Christmas Carol. Oh, Planet 51, I forgot of that, that garbage. Which one? Planet 51. Oh, oh God! Wow, bad. Ooh. Yeah, talk about a bad. Definitely not uh, the Robert Zemeckis Christmas Carol. No, thank you. Oh, you know what it was? Uh, I was listening to uh, Blank Check with Griffin and David is doing Henry Selleck right now, and they just did their Coraline episode, mm. and they were talking about how they would have put Ponyo in this category. So my yeah, last week's yeah, note. Yes. My last week's note carries over to this week. Apparently, Ponyo did get its American release in 2009. So. Ponyo, put it in there. And why is that, Paul? Because Ponyo loves ham and, and Sasuke. Sasuke. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, Zach. Hi. Is this the worst, best animated feature? Boop, 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 boop. Um, no, it's not. 
I, I feel there's a five-star film and a three-star film, so they average out to a four from me. Four stars. Hmm. So this is our ninth film. Yep. I'm going to put it at number seven, because um, I like it better than Happy Feet and Shrek. Uh, so there we go. Right behind Wallace and Gromit. Number right. seven. Oh, um, and I forgot to say, uh, I feel like the score is one of the top 25 s- scores of all time. I love it so much. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see that. Right? Yeah. I don't, I don't agree, but I appreciate that opinion. Yeah. Thank you. Um, as for me, uh, this is the worst best animated feature. <gasps> I think, uh, one third of the movie is good. And, you know, we've, I, as conversation I've had with Paul, when it comes to uh, Stanley Kubrick, how 50% of his movies are good still is a failing grade. I feel like a uh, 33% is worse. Hmm. So yeah. Mathematically. I, I think happy feet as a whole is an okay movie. I think up just because you have a good beginning and then you just go downhill from there. It's not, it's good. If not worse. Ah! So yeah. Up is my worst animated feature at my number nine. Wow. I didn't expect that, mm. but pulling out the unexpected. Paul. No way. It's not the worst. It is the worst. It's the, yeah. it, with a bullet, it's the worst one. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, look, I gave it three stars on here. And that's, that's a strong beginning. That's great animation. That's, that's a lot of stuff in the remaining two thirds of the movie. I do like strong performances. It's boring. Yeah. It, 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 it's this, it turns into this action adventure film and I am not along for the adventure. It's not a very good movie. We wrote a good movie with this movie. We wrote a much better movie. Yeah. (laughs) So, but up, up has gone all the way down. Yeah. Like I want to be mad, but your arguments are good. So (laughs) like for me, there's just too much good in it to have it at the bottom. And I, I don't ever see myself watching Happy Feet again. Uh, I've I've watched it. You know what? This may break my replayability my rule because mm. I know I'm going to watch Up again. I have a fucking two year old. <laughs> I I think a big problem but, for me is I've watched Up too many times. I think that's true too because mm. because it is in the canon. It is uh, every time I watch it, it breaks for me a little bit more. And mm. between this time, the last time, and this time, which was like in the last year, it. Like, especially watching all those other four films that are so, so, so much better, especially Princess and the Frog, which is way better than this movie. (laughs) I was sitting on the couch this week crying and like making angry faces at Caitlin for making me feel this way because (laughs) project. Yeah, it's still got hooks in me for a while. Yeah, I just that. That scene has lost all its luster for me. And even mm. even now when people are like, but the beginning. And I'm like, fuck the beginning. I, yeah. I don't even <laughs> care anymore. <laughs> yep. There you go. I feel like one of these days I might take my editing skills to that movie and see what I can do. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. There's, send it to the Academy. Yeah. Be like, hey, I fixed it for you, Academy. This is what you were fucking nominating it for. You know, the funny thing. Uh, it's funny. IMDb ratings. Up has the highest IMDb rating of, out of any of these five nominees. At, and it's got a 4.1 letterbox. Well, all right. So you look at Fantastic Mr. Fox. Wes Anderson is always going to split the group. Always. So that's understandable. Like everything else doesn't make. Well, I can say Coraline doesn't make fucking sense. The I'll, movie should be. Everybody should love Coraline. If yeah. you don't love Coraline, I, it's just because you are kind of a bitch and you get scared of stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. And and Princess and the Frog has its detractors for all the right reasons. And like Zach said, the the whole the whole fact that it's the first black princess and she spends like 60% of the movie as a frog is yeah. now problematic. And I yeah. agree with that. I still love the movie. Uh and Secret Secret of Kells uh, I I don't I don't know why. I I don't know why. It's it's a Quieter and slower, maybe than people are expecting. I, I don't know. Probably, it. and it's it's beautiful. Oh yeah. my god, the animation is so good, incredible. All right. Well, I think that's where we're going to end it today, gents. Awesome. Yeah. All right. My name is Jonathan Pierce. You can find me on the Twitter, Twitch, the TikToks at Altorn underscore Occam. Zach, where can we find you? Find me on Critiker, Zach Master, X A K K M A S T E R, TikTok at House Havoc, 
and featured on Shark Dress Men as the Scoos. Oh, I love the Scoos. <laughs> Hopefully, everyone else is loving the Scoos. I love the Scoos. Scoos is amazing. And on Letterbox by searching my name, Mr. Workman. Uh, you can follow me at Shark Dress Men on TikTok, where Joseph Tappy and I are covering all sorts of shark related content and scoozing it up. Uh, you can follow me at Father of the Fear across the platforms of uh, Twitter and Letterboxd, where I keep a running tally of all the films that I watched. And I watched The Pale Blue Eye. That's an interesting film. I Her- thought we were going to talk about Mithrigan. Oh, I should have brought up Mithrigan. I thought I did that last week. So, yeah, I did. I did bring up. Did you? Maybe, but maybe. No, we didn't. saw it on the same day, which was Saturday. I think you just said. Uh, you're you liked a movie that was all about or advertise sold as what it was as advertised or something like that. I think uh, it does what it says on the box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, Three is Mithrigan. great, and I love it. You know what? I think I might have talked about it on the other show. Is what I'm thinking. Oh, uh, because I oh, was. that's right. Because you did it on Sunday yeah, that day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you talked about Mithrigan. I'm going to talk about Mithrigan. That movie Please fucking ruled. That it movie did. was exactly <laughs> what it said it was going to be. There it's... is a doll that fucking kills people, and it's awesome. And I can't wait for Mithrigan. <laughs> yes, please. Or or as no, I. Or as I'm trying to call it, Meg Foreign. See, the, the reason why I want to keep it at Meforgan is because the four looks like an A, so it would be Megan. Yeah. Yeah. Meg Foreign. Meg Foreign. Meg Foreign. Okay. 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 I see. Okay. I see it. I see it. I see All it. Right. I'm, I'm about it. Let's go. But let's go. But the problem is with the the reason she's called Megan, you have to replace the four because yeah, that that's how the, the acronym works. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, that and uh, Pale Blue Eye um, on Netflix. Uh, Harry Melling as Edgar Allan Poe. Really good performance. Nice. Would you uh, be so kind as to read your letterboxed review, sir? Uh, you mean that I'm just a Poe boy with a dead family? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, hey, Zach, what are we watching next week? Next week? Uh, what, would you, what would you know? It's another Pixar. It's Toy Story 3. Which you can rent on Amazon, Google, Redbox. <laughs> I'm saving it for next week, Jonathan. <laughs> Voodoo, YouTube, or stream on Disney+. Plus. Uh, excellent. Uh, we would like to thank Trav from our sister podcast, Loving Up Benjamin. Thanks for producing our show. We like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We like to thank Megan and Jay Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Oscars Pod and on Facebook, the Oscars Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. It really helps us to be seen in the almighty algorithm. Almighty algorithm. You cussing at me? Because I am. Because you are. Up! Shut the Down. <laughs> Shut the cuss up. Shut the cuss up. Five stars. Give it, please. Yes, sir. So, for Jonathan, Zach, and Doug, one of the greatest cinema's greatest creations. We would like for you all have a damn fucking day.